Okay, Rabbi Sai, beginning parashas. Boy, a packed parasha. Let's quickly go through a summary just of the parasha. Beginning of the parasha, the Hebrews tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Boy, El Paro, you're going to warn him about Arba. Moshe Rabbeinu goes in, he walks out pretty upset. Vayifen, he's returned back to Paro because when they realize that the Arba is going to come, they're not going to have any food. They had like a little PTSD. Last time they didn't have food. And he tells Moshe, Who's going to, who do you want to take with you? Moshe says, everyone. He says, this is raw. You're going to end up dying out in the midbar. And he says, forget it. I'm not letting you take everybody. If you want, just take the men. And um, Arba begins. Doesn't work. And Arba begins. Nothing is left over. He comes running to Moshe. Chatozi Lashem. I sinned against Hashem. First time he ever sinned that he sinned. And there's nothing left. He Moshe in the Davins. And the western wind comes and removes all the Arba. Even a single Arba that was jarred and pickled. Disappeared, and then comes Makas Chayshach without any warning. Three days of complete darkness, another three days of this paralysis from the darkness, the thick darkness they couldn't move. And uh, finally, he tells Moshe Rabbeinu after the six days of darkness, he's able to move and he's able to communicate. And he says, "Let everybody go, but not the tzayin, not the buck, or not the sheep, not the cattle." And Moshe Rabbeinu says, "Uh, uh, uh you guys are going to supply us and provide us with all the cattle. We don't know what we need for kabbalas yet." And Moshe Rabbeinu is about to leave, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "I got one more Makkah to tell him about. You're going to tell him about Makas Bechayres, Kachatzoyis Halayla." Moshe Rabbeinu then turns away. His mom is upset. because Parai told him, "Don't the next time you see my face, you're going to die." And then Moshe Rabbeinu is told, "Hakadosh is Alakam." Hashem gives a, shows him the new moon, and he tells Klai Yisrael on the tenth of the month, everybody should take. Come and Pesach, watch it for a few days, and you shack it on Erev Pesach and put the blood on the mashkeif and on the two doorposts, and they're going to eat the common Pesach. And Akash Boku tells Moshe Ben, what's going to happen? While you guys are partying, there's going to be a Makas Bukhari's of Arti, and Hashem's going to see the ois on the bottom, and he's not going to kill any of the Bnei Israel. We then go into the halachas of matzah and the isra chametz and the fact that Pesach is a yom div, is a mikra kodesh, and the bayur or bayur matzah, machmetzah, sour mixtures. All the halachas of Pesach. Moshe Rabbeinu then goes and he tells the klayos on mishchul ku, take the carbon Pesach. We're leaving in a few days. He gives them all the instructions. He informs that they can have children one day. That's going to ask ma'avoydaz is lochem va'yiktu on va'yishdachav. With all thankful, they bow down. The great news: they're leaving soon, and they're going to have kids one day to to be mekayim mitzvahs agoda with. And va'yihi b'chatzia laila, it happens. Klaizel is busy having a good time. A massive tzaaka goes forth in Mitzrayim, and they're all pressuring the yidden to get out, get out, get out. And Klaizel says, sure, just uh, right after you give us all your golden jewelry and your, and your clothing, we're on our way, we're on our way. And a miracle, Vayisu, they travel from Ramses to Zuccas, 120 mil, about 80 miles in a, in a minute. That's the Kanvinishorim. And then Akash Baruch instructs Klaizel the rest of the mitzvahs of Pesach. Zois Chukas Pesach, who eats it, the din of Chabura, they have to be counted in it, and the din of Aurel and the Brismila and Geirin with, with the current Pesach. And finally, the last two pieces of the parsha are the parsha of Kadesh Liko Bukhar, Petel Korechem, the mitzvah of Pidyan Aben, and the mitzvah of Tvilin. And finally, Vahayikiviacha also discusses Petel Chamor and chopping off the head of Yanakin and Bipoidit, and again, the mitzvah of Tvilin. Let's start with a bang. Ready for this chidah? You gotta hear this chidah. Boy El Paroy! Come to Paroy. Everybody here is supposed to boy. You should say, Tseh, you're Go to Paroy. 
listen to this shtickle to you. Boyal paroi, can you marry as Libay the slave of Adam? Laman she see oi so say ele bekir boy that I might place my signs inside him. Very strange Lashain is over here in this Pasik. Let's listen to this Hida. Zag the Hida. Laman she see oi so say so that I may place my oi see I want you to go to Paroi, and I want you to take two letters. Oisiois. Stay oisiois. The she oisiois. Stay oisiois. We're going to put two. It says oisiois, but he's not saying that's ois letters. I'm going to place two letters into Paroi. And if you have at bats with Achad, there's different systems of different letters being replaced. The pay and the ayin get replaced with an aleph and a base. And instead of being left with the name Paroi, you're left with the name Arbe. Because by El Paroi, we're going to put the letters Bez and Aleph into Paroi instead of his Pei and Ayin. And he's going to be gone then Arbe. He's going to get Magas Arbe. That's Shtei Oizois that we're going to put into his name. But it gets better. If you add boy to the name Paroi, you get Nachash. We all know that Mitzrayim and Paroi is compared to Nachash. We have the Naftoiras. He's compared to the serpent. Nachash, like a moin, is the Sotim. The Sotim says, that was the whole age of Paroi. He was at Saz, at Sotim, Tichman, as a Voidah. No time to think. No, it's Baidadus. No, it's Baidadus. You can't make a Cheshman and Nefesh. Make us so busy we don't have time to think. What was the punishment of the Nachash? If you have boy Pari, you get boy together Pari, you get Nachash. What did the Nachash do? He brought on the curse of Harbe. Arbe. It's Vineik. I'm going to make your pregnancies and child rearing very, very painful. Six at a time in Mitzrayim. No easy task. And not only that, all of that effort is being lost and being thrown into the river. What a ribuy itzvain. For nothing. To the extent that some people said they shouldn't get married, right? They got divorced. That's the punishment of the Nakash. He caused an Arba originally by Adam and Chava. Harba Arba Itzvaynech. We're going to add two letters to his name. And it's going to become the Makas Arba. He's the Nachash. He's getting the Makah of Arba. And it's going to wipe out Mitzrayim. Okay. That's Laman Shizi Oisoisai Eila Bekirbay. A very, very interesting Rosh Tevis over here. This is the first time I'm seeing it. I wonder if it's the first time every, everybody has it. The next Pazik says, Laman Tesaber Bozne Vimcha I'm sorry, the first Pazik. Ki ani yechbaradi as libay v'eslev avadov. Rashi Davis! It's Ellie's favorite Rashi Davis. Es libay v'eslev. Elul! What's it doing here? <laughs> this famous four Rashi Davis for Elul. Here's a new one. It's like a little bit in the wrong place. What month are we in? Huh? No, what month are we in? No. What's that? Oh, here we go. Chodesh Adar was Makas Chodeshach. Not month we're in, the parsha. But you happen to be, you were lucky. <laughs> if every Makkah took a month, 
Machas Bechoyrus was Nisan. When was Choyshech? Adar. When is Arbe? Shvat. In Choyrus, it's pretty off from Elul. I mean, Shvat to Elul, come on. But Shaykhis. So I don't know, it's like in the wrong place. But perhaps just a lesson over here. Ani Echbarati has Libay Veslev. Avadav, perhaps there's a message here. That if someone's heart doesn't soften up in Elul, if someone has a Kavedas Halev in Elul, it's a sign that this guy was bitten by the snake. Almost like what the Arizal says, if somebody doesn't shed a tear, and the whole Aserasi Meitruva, it's a really bad sign for his soul. It's really bad news. If your heart is not moved at all during Elul, you're a shtickle town with a paro, you're from the Avdi paro, you're in big trouble, you need a lot of help. Okay. So paro, he says, Miva me a helchim. Miva me. What's the Miva me? It's like the Balatura. Miva me a helchim. It's gematria. What do you want to go to? To, 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 to the midbar? You want to leave? You're all going to die out. You know who's going to end up finally going and you know, getting into territory as well? Only two people. Miva me. Miva mi ahulchim is gematria. Kalev uben nun. The only two survivors of the 40 years of the Midbar to make it in there itself. Zad Moshabenu says in Chaikinievsky. Back to Paroi. You want to know Miva me? You're wrong. You're right. There's going to be a lot of death. But you know something? Bin Arenu. Everyone less than 20. Bizkeinenu. Everyone over 60. Bavanenu. My shavit's Banim. Shavit Levi. They're not dying out of the Midbar. And all the girls, they they're not dying either. All these people are going to leave Mitzrayim and make it into Eretz, into Eretz Yisrael. Okay, so then they have finally Makas Choyzech. Shloyzech is Yom, three days of Makas Choyzech. And Ibsen brings down a Peladiga Medrash. I'm not sure where it's from, but he says, Why did Hashem bring Makas Choyzech? Different shot, and we know Midah Kinegin Midas. Here's a new one. During Makas Choyzech, we know the Medrash that says, so many years didn't die. Four fifths of the Jews didn't make it out. And they're all busy burying them. It would be a bazillion to Kleisel and Chilashem that so many years are dying. Zogda, Zogda Rizal, you know what's going on during Mass Chayish? All the Yidden that, shh, please. All the Yidden that didn't have a Bismillah, they're not going to be able to eat from the Korban Pesach. During Makas Chayish, they were all doing Bismillah. What happens when somebody does Bismillah? Three days later, the very Shrach. Correct? So Zogt, Zogt, Rabbi Yonis and Ibishitz, Klai yourselves having bris milah. We can't have the guy knowing about it at least for three days. And even after three days, we're going to freeze them in their spot. They're not going to be able to do anything about it. And that's why it says, They had or. Why, Zaktarizal? Because you have to have light by a bris milah. You're supposed to be marbaneros by a bris milah. You have to have light. Klai is all having brisim. There had to be a lot of light by Klai Okay, so listen to this. So, I already shared with you a few weeks ago from Mayor Shapiro. He says, What's or bimayshvaizam? Bimayshvaizam is gematria. I guess it's good with doing Chazara. What's bimayshvaizam gematria? Tashin Pei this year. Sucker Mayor Shapiro about 70 years ago. He wrote this down. This year is going to be a year of or. A big grace of light is going to come out. Yonatan's going to come to the Babashir. That's it. Big light. You can't get better than that. Top Shin Beidalit is Orban Maishvaisam. Zog the Chida. Ulachol Bene Israel. Haya is Saifi Tevis Laila. Klaizel had light even at night during Makas Choyshech. 
What's this all Indian that they're having so much light in the darkness? Because you know when Makas Cheshach took place, we just said, Adar. Oh, Laihudim Aisa, Aira. They had light previously. The Lajan is written, Lajan Ovar, in the Megillah, because the Yidin already had light in Adar going about a thousand years before, back in Mitzrayim in Goshen. They had Oira, and Oira is Gematria Be Adar. So in Chaydesh Adar, Kleiswell can have Chaydesh, and Chaydesh Adar, Kleiswell has to have light. So they had special light. What's up is that they had this strange Gezeira. They couldn't move. They couldn't move. Zogzogt. Who says this Cheshben? Rebbein is an Ibshitz. He says, by all the markets, Pari is sending out people to Goshen to check if it's affecting the Jews or not. Right? So what's Pari going to do? It's going to be Bakash Cheshach. He's going to send people to the Yidin to check out if they have it as well. What's going to happen? Maman of Shach. The Mitzri is going to show up in Goshen if he could see what's going on. So he's going to say, what do you mean? There's no market here. It's all light. I could see also. It's just a location issue. You know, if we all move into Gaishan, we're all good to go. And if it's dark, he's going to say, look, the Yidin have darkness too. So the Abish made it that the Mitzrayim stay put in their places. They can't go anywhere. The Yidin are going to come to son into the houses of the Mitzrayim. And the Mitzrayim, in their darkness, hear everything moving around their house. So they know that the Yidin have Ur while they're experiencing darkness. Okay, Akash Baruch gives Moshe Rabbeinu the mitzvah, Klaisol should go and ask the Mitzrayim for clothing, for, for gold, for jewels, perikid aleph, pasik base. V'yishalu. So Shailun the Mepharshim, V'yishalu means to borrow, or V'yishalu means to ask for them and take it for good. Frank the Chemnishlein, the famous Shailun, what was this holy name? What, what were they asking for? Why now? Why is it part of Makas Bechiris? You know, it could have been before. It could have... Listen to this Lamda Shecheshben. Mitzrayim owed the Jews a lot of money. Like we know the Gemara says a story, they tried to bring a suit, they tried to bring a court case against us because we left with all their stuff. And then Amoyer got up, he says, I'll defend Klai Israel in the court and charge them for all the slavery. They owed us money for slavery. But we have a problem. When do they owe us money for slavery? The halacha is, you only owe the money at the completion of the job. If Klai Israel is only going free by Makas Bechiris, they're only owed by Makas Bechiris. If they're owed by Makas Bechiris, there's a come labor to Rabbamine. The Mitzrayim are all being Chayimiza. They're dropping dead. If somebody's Chayimiza at the same time that they're charged the monetary Chayiv, they're butter from the monetary Chayiv. So you can't keep the money. Hmm. Of the halacha is that if you have a situation of a comely the rabbinate, but the toiveya already became a muksik, he grabbed onto the stuff before the comely the rabbinate kicked in, he could keep it, and the guy doesn't get it back. So Zogda Ibster, even before I'm bringing Makas Bukhars, he sets up Klaiso to go ahead and borrow things from the next door neighbors, and the male is going to be a comely with the rabbinate, Klaiso is going to be potter from giving anything back. Okay. Moshe Rabbeinu leaves Parai. Parai says, don't, don't you dare come back. The next time you come back, you see my face, I'm going to kill you, you're going to die. And Moshe Rabbeinu leaves Bechari off in a huff, in an anger. Rashi says, why did he leave in such an anger? Because he told him, you come back, well, you're going to be dead. Moshe Rabbeinu is insulted. He's like, what's going on? Like, what's the big deal? So somebody said, I don't remember who, somebody says, beautiful part. Boy El Parai, 
You know, even by Marcus Arbet, already says, Vayitem, Vayitem, Vayitem. Normally, you walk out from a king, you step backwards a little bit, right? In respect, like when you go to a gavel, you take a few steps back. Already by Arbet, it says, Vayitem. He turned around with disrespect. Why? Because Boyal Paroy is Rashi Davis, Be'af. They just said, you could already give your nose to Paroy. He's always king, he's always malak. There's nothing left to him. Paroy came. It's already the ois, like they said, ki ovda mitzrayim. You don't have a din anymore. Even though Moshe Benu still said, your servants are going to come down. So he did lip service of covet to Paroy, but he was already able to express anger. Fakir, you Paroy owe me covet. Because I'm the book. We spoke about this already by, by Parshas Vayechi. That giving, being mechalei covet the malchus we spoke about, was not real covet. Really, Yaakov was the more about covet digger one, right? But you're supposed to give covet to a king. So over here, it's a word that finally Moshe Rabbeinu says, I'm really the about covet digger one. And you spoke to me that way? That's Bechariaf, and he walked out in a state of anger. Hakoidus is Elochem. Okay, it's a big deal. Hakoidus is Elochem. We know Kiddush Hakoidus. Those of you that did it already this month, Givaldig. What a Kiddush Hashem. They people outside dancing in the freezing cold. Givaldig, yeah? Did it already? Last night, over What's Kish HaKoydish when you bless the moon? You know, which finger did Hashem use? There's a Dazza Canaan in Parshish Kisisa when HaKadish Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu, Zayitnu, this coin they should give him. Mama said, This coin, right? Zayitnu, he pointed to the coin. The Dazza Canaan goes, I don't know why, what, when, and I, there must be something to it. He says, The five times that HaKadish Baruch Hu pointed, five times. By the teva, Hashem used his pinky, and he told he told Noach go into this teva. The next time around, Hashem used his ring finger. What was that for? That was by Kenan. They said etzbel elikim was the ring finger. Again, I don't know what this means. The luchais were etzbel was the middle finger. Kiddush Levana, Chodesh Hazelachem was with the etzba, the the pointer finger, and the Machzah Shekel, Fregnish Kegashus was with the thumb. I don't know what, I don't know why. They must each have some special significance. As I stayed in Dazakain and in Parshishkolin by, by Kisisa. Okay, people talk about what was Niskasha to Moshe, what was Oshver. Are you able to see, you're not able to see. Big Torah. But we have to bring up what we spoke about in the past with Yalka Ruveni. What happened with Rebel Yezer? It says Rebel Yezer went with his wife to a vacation resort. She convinced him to go away and leave his Talmudim. And she says, don't worry, they'll follow you if they need you. And he goes to this vacation resort. They don't follow him, and he forgets all his Torah. He comes back one day, he has an Aliyah in Shul, and it says, Aliyah, it's time to read. And he gets up and he reads, libam. Their hearts were muted, their hearts were deaf. And the Talmudim that heard him leaning as they were so embarrassed, they cried, they davened, he got back his memory, and he became known as Rebbe Nehoirai, the enlightened one, because he got back the light of Torah. And he's the one that says in the Mishnah, Biki Yavos, have a goylelim koim Torah. Always make sure that you're going to a place of Torah, and don't rely on binas don't rely on your own understanding, because shehim yikam it's your chaveirim and your talmidim that are going to sustain Torah in your heart. He learned his lesson, he switches the Chodesh, the Dalit, to a Resh. He switches the Zion to a Yud. And he switches the Chav to a Beis. Zok the Yalkut Ruveni, get ready for this. He says there's a Klipa out there in the world. There's a Koyachatumin out there in the world. That is Resh Yud Beis. Riv, fight. Riv, Resh Yud Beis. And that Koyach is in charge of making people be Mavatul from Torah and forget their Torah. 
And that malach, that satan, that shade, that whatever you want to call it, karakatuma, has a lot of uh, army working under it. You know how much army it has? 605 workers to work on you to make sure you forget Taira. <coughs> no, comes along, Rebbe Lazar, and he reads, There's the Reish Yud Beis, instead of Achayish Zalachem. And Achayish Zalachem is Gematria, 605, tough Reish A. All the army, all the king's horses, all the king's men were out there to get him to forget his Taira. And it worked. And it worked. But he says there's a segula against it. It says Mashiach ben David, David Amalek, Mashiach ben David is going to have on his forehead kados. Right? Mashtia kados, inoinus, kados, shalmak, kados, shalterra, kados, kof, dalid, tof. The Gematria of 424, kados, that is some kind of koyak, some tar digger thing to restore a person's Torah. Kados. Hachoydes says Elohim is Gematria. Kados. Mashiach Men David is Gematria. Kados. So he was ungechapped. He was like swallowed up by this klipa that caused him to forget his Torah. He said, which is Gematria, all the, all the army of this klipa called Riv. And Fakir, the koyak against it is Hachoydes Elohim. Chaydes Elohim is Kados. And that's the koyak to come back to get your Torah back. Okay, a quick, quick, quick word. The Altafin Kelm says, What's the Indian that Mekadesh Achoydesh is Keilu Kibel Pnei Ashkina? He brings down Rabbi Yoyna Mesech this Brachas that says as follows that when your eye consistently sees the system of nature, day in, day out, sun goes in, sun goes out, you look at it as nature, you don't see the Bernstein. When you see something that seems off, random, you're seeing the Yad Hashem. So the moon is very random when it's Kiddush Lafana, when it comes to it. And the Mela, that's Ki'ilu Kiba Pnei Ashkina, Fret the Altafen Kelm. The moon is not random. It's also got a system. Hello, figured it out. And he says, to, to get your body to be the Kiba Pnei Ashkina, you have to talk your body's language. Your brain knows that the moon has a system. But unless you're a genius and you walk around with all this mathematics in your brain all day, you don't see it. You see random when the moon's going in, going out. <laughs> the moilid, the I don't know what, when, where. Right? It's not clear to our bodies. And he says, you have to work with the body. You have to teach the body the whole thing. is your feelings, your emotions, your bodies. That's where the Ikra Avodah Hashem is. Not in the brain. So when you go and you see the moon that seems random to the naked eye, to the body, that's considered you're seeing Hashem bringing the moon out of nature, bringing the moon out of nowhere, and that's Kilo Kibo Pnei Ashkina. Big lesson to talk about and be lengthy about at a different time. Okay, the Imsa tells Klai, so put the blood on the two mezuzahs. Later on, it switches the order. The mezuzahs and the mashkev, they talk about why this order is switched. But the kids of my so what's the thing in the mashkev, the mefarshim say, mashkev comes to the word Ashkiva, something that's clear. So you ready for the Maril Diskin? I've said this in the past, but it's so good, we gotta say this again. Zonka Maril Diskin, this is a Machlaikis and Gemara Yushami. Where did they put the blood? They put the blood on the inside, like Lachem Lois, like Tfilin. Tfilin say, yeah, it's supposed to be covered. Or was Lois outside for the Mashkis? Where was the ice for? On the inside of the house or the outside of the house? Machlaikis. Frag the Maril Diskin Akasha. There's a Zoya that says that they took the blood, and when they put it on the doorpost, they wrote the Shem Hashem, Yudke Vavke. 
as if you're leaving your house to go in, you take down the mezuzahs. If you're selling your house to eat, you keep the mezuzahs up. If you're moving out and go, you're not taking over, you take it down because they're going to be mevazet. They're going to ruin it. It's going to be a bazillion. You take down the mezuzahs. Kleisel's leaving that night. They're leaving in an hour. They're moving out soon. How could they write the Shem Hashem on their wall, on the doorpost, and in an hour it's going to be the Mitzrayim's? And you can't erase it because it's Mechik HaShem. Once you put the blood up there and you write the Yudke Vavke, you're in trouble. Zogda Maraldis gets such a cheshbin that all he could say. He says the word mashkait means clear because he says above the lentil of the house, the lintel of the house, whatever it's called, the top post of the door had like a skylight, had like windows. It was glass bricks. It was mashkafayim, right? You see through them. He says what they did was as follows. They wrote it, and this answers up the machlokes you shall me throw it inside and outside. He says it was both. They put the blood on the inside of the window and they wrote it backwards. So if you write the letters backwards, you can look how I'm writing with my hand. Yud, hey, vav, hey. You just saw yud, ke, vav, ke. But I wrote backwards letters that mean nothing. That's what they wrote on the glass. They wrote yud, ke, vav, ke backwards indoors. So it was takalachem. It was for themselves inside. But you were able to read a Yudkevavke from the outside. And they were able to erase it because writing the letters backwards is not to shame Hashem. And you could be Moichakit, it's not a problem. Isn't my real discon for you? Okay. Klaizo has a mitzvah, bechi to eat the food, to eat the matzahs and everything in a rush. Merkelchem, biyetchem, chagurim, mamash running out the door. Devanezra says that the Gemara Paskins, that this is only a mitzvah for Pesach Mitzrayim. We don't have a mitzvah nowadays, Pesach, or when the base of Mikdash is around to eat it, it was only Pesach Mitzrayim. Normally we sit down, comfortable, geschmack, mesubim. We don't, we don't eat the carbon Pesach on the go. It was only in Mitzrayim they ate it on the go. Bichi Pazay. Zagdav and Ezra, there were people in a city, he says the name of the city, I forgot the name, Apikars and Mimim who go against the Torah. They go against the Joshua's Chazal, and they yell that there's a mitzvah to eat the matzah and the morich race like that, and that's how they eat it by their Pesach Seder. And he says, and they'll be just like the Jews of the Mitzrayim. They'll be kicked out of their land very soon. Sharp words from the Evan Ezra. What's pshat bechi pazayin? Zog the kliyakar, the pasuk in Navi says that this geula is bechi pazayin, but the geula asida is not going to be bechi pazayin. It's going to be chilled. It's going to be relaxed, slow. Why? Zog there, beautiful kashmir. Mitzrayim was stufezima. Mitzrayim was mamish the worst place we had already before that the shechina wasn't there. Moshe couldn't daven over there, so the shechina didn't want to be there. One second, wipe out on the Bukharim, out the door, the Shechina's gone. So we're running to catch up with the Shechina. So we have to go, because the Hebrews didn't want to be in Mitzrayim. But it says, the Gulazid is going to be Fakert. It says, the Kodesh Bokus is going to be Masavev Klaiso. Just like the Yidin were in the Midbar, we're going to have the Shechina before us and the Shechina behind us, both. When we go for the Gula Asida. The Mela, the Gula Asida is going to be the Shechina behind us. We can't run, because that looks like you're running away from the Shechina. We're going to go at a nice, normal pace. 
no big deal, and we're not going to be in a matzah of Shtufei Zima, Ervas Ha'oris, like Mitzrayim was, and we're going to be going into Eretz Yisrael without such a, such a major escape route for the Shechina. We'll be able to go with the Kashbarku in front of us and behind us. Zezak the Kli Yaka. Okay, the Pasik says, HaKashbarku is going to hit this Pasik Yud Beis, Adam, Mi Bechor Adam, Vad Bechor Beheima. Casey called Bukhar Behar's Messiah, may Adam Abema. Rashi points out, may Adam Abema, since the Adam sinned first, they got the Abema first, they're going to be punished, they're going to be killed first. Fregna Maralo Pragan Rashi. Pshita. What's Rashi coming to tell us? Zogar Yaakov Kamalaski, I'll tell you what Rashi's coming to tell you. The Gemara in Brachas Zamachalov says that Biklala. You start with the weak guy first. You start with the low guy first. The Nachash was cursed first. Then Chava, then Adam. With good stuff, you go to the big guy first. With bad stuff, you go with the bad guy first. So the Nachash gets cursed first. The male Rashi is saying a Chiddush that over here was different. Lechayah, first the animals should get killed. Rashi says why the animals were killed. Because it says the animals, they didn't have like the But they should get killed first. Because they're the Shmach, they're the weak, they're the lows. No, it's a chiddush and mitzrayim. That the mitzrayim, the people were killed first. So we all have a kasha. Why? I think we have a kasha. Why? Why is it taka that by makas because the people were killed first, but by the nachash, by the itzadas, the nachash was cursed first? I think maybe yeshloimar. The difference is what the gemara says. Klala. When it comes to klala, you start with the with the low life first. Why? Because it's insulting. It's with words. Makas Bechiris was who's going to die first. Who's going to die first? The Avarian dies first. But if you're going to give a klala to somebody, you start with the little guy. Because it's so embarrassing. Words can be worse than death. And when you're going to use words to put somebody down and tell the person, you're cursed! You're going to have a terrible punishment. Forget the punishment. The words that you're using to describe it that in itself is such a pain that you can't start with the big guy. Even if the big guy was the Iker sinner, you start with the small guy first. It shouldn't be insulting. Okay. Mikra Kodesh Ubayimashvi. Pasik Tezayin. Mikra Kodesh Ubayimashvi. I don't know why. You guys could work on this yourselves. These are Rosh Tevois. Mikra Kodesh Ubayimashvi. Mikvah. Now, all Shalos Regalim, there's an Indian to go to the Mikvah. Hashtayzachim Kippur, you're supposed to go to the Mikvah before. All Shalos Regalim, you're supposed to be Matari Zalz, Halacha brought down in Shokhanara, especially in the times of Beis Amidash, you were Kayyiv to do so. I don't know exactly why specifically over here in this Indian. Maybe it's the first Regal that Kayyiv is all having. But hinted to in these words is Rashi Tevis, Mikra Kaydash, Ubayoim Hashvi. Okay, Shemartem is at Matzis. Guard the Matzis. So Rashi says, Guard the Matzis when we come in Chabitz. What's the Pshar and guard the Matzah? So Rashi, an interesting thing. Before the dough becomes Chavitz, says Rashi, when you start seeing Toifach, when you start seeing it's, it's starting to expand, okay, there's starting to be gas in the dough, and it's starting to expand, right away, says Rashi, tiltash, dunk it, excuse me, or splash it in cold water. And the coldness will contract it and prevent it from coming comments. That's Pshar of the Pasuk, who shmartim as a matzis. I'd like to extend this. Chazal tell us, Al-Tikriyal shmartim as a matzis, Elu shmartim as ha You should guard the mitzvahs. What should you guard the mitzvahs? That if a mitzvah boliyotcha, don't be machmizit, don't let it become comments. Perhaps you could suggest that if a guy's in a fire, you gotta do tshuva. You, know, you need fire and brimstone to wake a guy up. 
But if a guy's just starting to be chayte, he's not chametz yet. Stating the Torah with shmartem es hamitzvahs, you have a way to guard your mitzvahs that you shouldn't lose them, and that is a real geshmaka cold water. And I don't mean an ice cold shower. Cold, straight up halacha. It might not be geshmak. It might not be fiery. It might not be varma musar. You need the fire after the guy's chayte. You got to get him to do tshuva. You got to pull him out of the depths, out of the ditches. But before the guy's there, he's still yari Hashem. He's doing mitzvahs. But he's starting to slip. Sit down and learn the halachas. I recently had a mice, a therapist called me up from, from Lakewood, and she's dealing with a girl who's suicidal, and she's starting to have shaykhs to a boy. What should she tell the girl? I said, Where is she holding? In terms of her. She says, A from girl. She's a from girl, but her uh, HR is getting the better. I said, Just teach her the halachas. That's it. So the therapist said, What's the halachas? So <laughs> I taught this to you guys once in 12th grade. I was the halachas. I went through and gave her 20 minutes, all the halachas, and Baruch Hashem had helped. The girl didn't do anything wrong. Now there's nothing wrong. Before the person is chayte, just reading the halacha has a tremendous kayak to, to freeze the person in, in his spot so it shouldn't sink any further. Okay. The Shalak says, what's the Shemartim is It's not to make a comments. We know that there's a difference between the Ois Ches and the Ois Hey. The Ois Hey represents Tshuva. And the Oizchaz represents a cap, you're done. And that's Chomets and Matzah. The Chomets and Matzah is just a little tiny piece. So by Matzah it says, the Gemara says that the hay represents a guy who falls out from the bottom. There's a lot of room to sin. Falls out the bottom, he's got to climb back up on top. Because he has to push himself harder. He has to get back in on top. But Chomets is when he gets so used to it, it's fermenting. It's already rotten inside. Woo, it's very hard to do tshuva. It's already closed off on top. Zog the shlach before you go to sleep every single night. Don't let your averis carry into the next day. You go to sleep with averis in your heart. It's going to become chamex. You're going to get used to it. It's going to become a hergel. It's going to become part of who you are. It becomes much more difficult to do tshuva. So every single night before you go to bed, think a little bit about your day, have a little regret, and do tshuva. That's what shemart and samat It shouldn't become chamex. Okay, you gotta hear this last question and then I'll come at you. It says if a ger wants to eat from the current Pesach, he has to make sure that his children are circumcised. Now we know there's a din on Israel. If he has any kids that need circumcision, or if he has any avodim, it prevents him from eating from the current Pesach. But a ger, his kids are not his kids. They're not related anymore. Besides the guy, his kid's a guy. Why should he give his kid a, a brismila? Zagreb Itzel of Allah, Allah's brother, the pet god, she says a beautiful question. The Rambam says, Allah, that a guy is allowed to sell his child as a slave. A guy owns his children, and he could sell them as a slave. A guy who has children, even though he became a gear now, and he's not related to them, he's not family, but he owns his child. And just like he has the ability to sell him as a slave, if you could sell him as a slave, that means that you ever didn't have this on him in the first place. Otherwise, how could you sell him as a slave? The male of guy's child has a din like a slave who's uncircumcised, and the male has to give him a bismillah as a din eved. Okay, we're going to finish up over here. Bukhar, Bukhar, there's a lot still to say, but quick, Amatria. 
Even one locust was not left in Mitzrayim and all disappeared. Rashi says, even those that were salted and jarred, they also disappeared. Ar be'echad is gematria af maluchim, even the salted ones. Yeah.